welcome everyone to True Life Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Ale. We will be discussing true life events as well as those relating to relationships, parenting, and the oh-so-mysterious bedroom questions. Don't forget to follow True Life Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Go ahead and send us a DM or post a comment with any topic or questions you would like for us to discuss. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps. And make sure to tune in on Wednesdays for upcoming new episodes. And hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, back to the True Life Podcast. I am Mike, and I'm here with... Hey, it's Ale. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. And I had. I hope everyone had a great week, a great Mother's Day. Uh, we definitely had something on top of that. We had our anniversary. Yes, our 10-year anniversary. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, <I'm- laughs> yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, I think uh, working up to our tenure, we had um, many things that we wanted to do for our tenure. You know, our plans. Um, I think years ago, we had said we wanted to redo our honeymoon. Uh, that pretty much got canceled with the whole COVID thing. <laughs> <laughs> then we were like okay let's do something we're gonna have a date night you know we're gonna go all out blah 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 uh yeah that also got canceled due to me being my clumsy self and uh spraining my ankle pretty pretty bad uh i couldn't even walk <laughs> Every, every time we, we, we would try to like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And something would happen. We're like, you know what? Let's just go with the flow. And, and you know, we're going to have a, a din- nice dinner and we'll order in, you know, since we have our girls. We're like, we'll just order in and have a nice dinner. But, you know, knowing my husband, uh, um, I did not expect him to... Um, I did expect maybe a little gift here and there, but um, he surprised me with a very, very nice arrangement of um, strawberries, you know, chocolate covered strawberries. Very, very nice, especially since they were with, you know, my favorite color. And also with uh, an arrangement of roses that were heart shaped. That was that was very nice to receive. Uh, But, you know, talking in about our anniversaries i know um everyone or a lot of people go all out usually when it's their anniversaries we tried at the beginning and when we got married and years after but every time we 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 seem to make a some type of plans for some reason they would get um either postponed something would happen with the kids or when we would actually try to go out i don't know if it's happened to you guys when um you make plans and then they just get canceled for us um i know there was one where um we tried to go we were like okay let's go out it's been a while you know after having kids we're gonna go out and i don't remember exactly what year it was do you remember no i don't no no and we were like, yeah, we're going to go clubbing, you know, we're going to go out and we're going to go all out. We got all dressed up. My parents were watch the, you know, our daughter because we only had one at the time. And we get there. Yeah, right. Uh, for some reason, we couldn't get in. Sunday happened. So we're like, all right, let's go to this uh, restaurant where we knew they played music and it turns into kind of a, you know, a dancing after hours. Kind of like a lounge. Yeah, like lounge. We get there and yeah, no, we get turned away again. <laughs> we're getting it in. So we're like, you know what? This is too many. Uh, no, no, no. So we just ended up coming back home. We're like, ah, uh, forget it, you know. And I think Every time when we would try to make plans, even for my birthday, when we would try to do something, uh, something would just come up and be like, 
Uh, okay, never. So now, now we just try not to even plan for it. It's more of a spontaneous thing. Like we're like, oh, let's go here. All right, let's go. F it, let's go. You know, um, like this weekend, um, we were in our anniversary was Friday, so we had a nice dinner at home Friday. Then Saturday, uh, we were literally not doing much, and I get a text from. A, a friend you know from the family and she's like hey come over what are you doing we want you here and then someone else texted yeah come over you know we're doing a pre-mother's day celebration so i go to him and i'm like hey you know what they just text me we're leaving let's go you know so it turned from us doing nothing to having like a really really good time on a saturday night so that was really unexpected and really fun so i thank them for that um and then sunday of course it was mother's day so i hope everyone had a very nice mother's day um i did <laughs> spending with my kids i did spend it with my family so it, it, it was pretty nice to see my sister-in-laws and all my nephews and them having fun so well I didn't get the opportunity to spend Mother's Day with my mother, but I did get a chance to, you know, um, you know, I guess because of the technology, we're able to either send text message or put it out on social media nowadays. So I was able to at least do that for her. Um, I won't be able to see her till a couple of days. So, I mean, I guess I have to kind of make it up, right? <laughs> The good thing that, that we try to keep it where it's not just a one-day thing with our moms. We usually try to surprise them um, occasionally. We don't try to keep it just on that one-day thing. We will pop in and be like, here, mom, this is for you, <laughs> you know. So um, I know they know that, you know, we're, we're, we, we love them. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we stay busy most of the time um with the girls and all that um i know for a fact that for anniversary this time around although i had plans on my own trying <laughs> to get that uh flower arrangement uh to you uh, and unfortunately again it collapsed on me um <laughs> but it worked out in a in, in one way or another because yeah. i completely surprised you <laughs> on the following day which was on that Saturday, and I said, oh, I'll be back. I mean, I didn't even tell her where I was going. Um, and then I showed up, I think, two hours later with uh, strawberry arrangements and a, a rose arrangement, um, which was, like I said, it was difficult to, it's hard to hide things when you're not used to hiding anything. So that was hard <laughs> on my end. But... I'm glad that I was able to pull it off because uh, her face was priceless. I wish you guys would have seen it. Oh yeah, I mean it. It's just it's just funny. Like uh, I think this year really showed me that um, life is so unexpected. Like you make plans, and you know, for one way or another, it doesn't work out. Like with us, you know, we wanted our trip for our ten year, didn't work out for some reason. You know, we wanted a big old thing for the weekend. Didn't work out because of me being clumsy, twisting my ankle. And then I was like, all right, if we can't have that, at least we're going to have a nice night in. You know, I I bought myself something nice to wear, you know, at night, this and that. Uh, yeah, N not really. Uh, Mother Nature decided, no, 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 you're not going to do that either. You know, so it it just, you know, I think we just were like, ah, let's just laugh about it. You know, uh, it's just challenges it is that what come it is. With, with it being true life. I mean, it, it's just part of it's part of nature it's part of life. And we just kind of, you know, roll with the punches kind of thing. We can't uh, live and complain. You know, you just got to pick up and go. I know for a fact, um, like COVID, right? COVID has changed our perspective in life completely. Uh, it, it changed everything for, for us, for the kids. I know that, especially for you, uh, 
being being here at home with the with the girls twenty four seven, what has been different for you before COVID to now with COVID uh, or the pandemic? Oh yeah, um, things like for sure they changed. Um, I'm lucky enough that I'm able to be home with my kids with my girls. I know before the pandemic hit um our oldest was the only one in school at the time so usually we were used to or myself where you know i would take her to school with my youngest you know come back home get ready whatever and i would have a little bit of me time where i was able to drop off my little one with my mom for at least an hour and i would go to the gym so me going to the gym i, I that was my time away to just you know i would work out but at the same time it was like a de-stress like to get away once covid hit that was a little more difficult to do um you know um, well the gyms were closed yes we, we know that, that shut down uh, my parents are a little older so we were more precautious on that we didn't really want to come around them you know to put them in danger because well, especially that, because i also was still going to work or I haven't stopped working. So we're not knowing if I was the one to bring it home and then take it to your parents or anywhere. Yeah. And at that time, everybody was not certain on a lot of things that COVID, you know, was bringing. Um, also, before that, you know, we we could go out and, and not have a care in the world. You know, you would go to just simply going to Costco and, you know, tasting and uh, sampling the, the the food, you know, the after COVID, once I took my girls, they're like, where's the food, mom? Where's the, the little samples they would give us? I'm like, no, that's not, you know, we can't have that no more. And I think it's hard when you have kids to explain that to them because um, they don't, at first, they might not grasp, grasp the, the idea of it. Um, so I think you really have to like explain it to them, you know what, this is going on. So we can't, there's things we can't and can't do now. Right. Um, how much has this, I guess, uh, pandemic brought as different stress levels for you and your kids? Um, I know that you might not always express it to me, but I can see it in your face. Um, <laughs> and also, also, I mean, my kids i remember just this weekend when we told them we were going to go somewhere uh our oldest was like i don't care i want to go uh she she just wanted to get out the house because you know granted we've been stuck in that we were stuck in the house a whole year uh last year in 2020 so any opportunity our kids get to get out they don't even care where we go as long as they get to get out um but yeah. for you uh how how does how does it change your mentality of being mom to being either a TA, a teacher, a, a cafeteria lady, <laughs> uh, and all kinds of stuff? Yeah, it, it was hard. Like at first when when the whole pandemic hit back in March of last year, um, our oldest was the only one in school, like I said. So when she was being homeschooled they pretty much you know at this at her school were like this is her work this is what she needs to do turn it in at the end of the semester so me you know the parent that i am i was like you know what um i don't want her and i think we spoke about it we don't want her to lose the feeling of being in school so we made up a, a schedule and I put it up on the wall so they were aware of it. And I was like, you know what? This is your schedule. You know, at this time, you're going to wake up. This time, you're going to have your break. This time, you're going to have. So, so I became the teacher, the mom. I was not just the mom, but the teacher. The principal. The, the, yeah. The and dean. then I had to be the PE teacher. So I had a, a set time where we would go outside and I would have PE for them. And I had to, like, do certain things with them. The good thing that there's two of them, my little one, she was not in school yet, but I think that helped her 
I I also had her do certain things just so she would get the feeling because I thought, you know what, next semester she's starting kid- kindergarten. So I want her to have some type of uh, feeling of a schedule once they go back to school. But, you know, after summer came and everything was like, nope, they're not going back to school. They're going to start the new year at home again. So I think with my our youngest it it became a little um because even before that she didn't want to go to school she was anti-school she was like well there's only a few (laughs) kindergartens that i know that want to go to school (laughs) otherwise they're always attached to a parent leg saying no no i don't want to stay so i know for a fact ours didn't want to go so we probably were going to have her attached to one of our legs as we dropped her off on her first day so I guess uh, the pandemic helped her and and to the fact that she didn't have to go her first year uh, to kindergarten. But it it seems like things are starting to get back to normal. Um, But how do you feel mentally? Do you feel that it's still scary not knowing when they're going to go back? Do you feel that... Now, now, as things are getting better, you feel better itself. I think it, um, there's times where I tend to forget, like, oh, we're in a pandemic still. You know, I, I think even when we go to the store, you remind me, like, hey, where's your mask? And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let me grab it. You know, um, but I think there's always that fear because of the unknown um, especially with this COVID thing, it's never, I I don't know, for myself, I fear that there's a, a lot of things that we don't really know about it. There's always new stuff that would pop up, you know, new symptoms, new, new things about it. And it changes so much. And it was literally at times changing day by day. So I think... Even before this whole COVID, there was always a fear of sending your kid to school. So I think now it, it's it's a little more. But I know at the end of the day, they they need it just to have that. I mean, we need that feeling of being able to leave our house, you know, like now I enjoy just leaving to go to the market. But, you know, <laughs> by myself and right now lately that that I sprained my ankle. And I literally couldn't leave my my house because we live on the, you know, there's steps outside our, our place. So I couldn't leave. I couldn't go down our steps. So that feeling, I was like, dude, this is what my kids are feeling. Like not, you know, being able to leave. At least we would be able to go outside. But just to be locked in your home for so long, it, it's crazy. You know, so... I think knowing that and that feeling, you you do want that for your kids and you fear it. But I think you just have to, at the end of the day, hope for the best and hope that, you know, you everything will be okay. <laughs> you know, just keep giving them their, their immune boosters and vitamins and everything else natural <laughs> that you look, <laughs> you know. Um, But, but. How how does uh I guess having that extra weight or diff or multiple hats you would say, uh from from a teacher principal the cafeteria lady the PE teacher, and <laughs> on top of all that uh you never get to turn it off in your mom right, so, the does the anxiety the the pressure, uh because now it's on you that if your kid is falling behind in school mm-hmm. it's on you and not so much yeah. the teacher but the teacher is the one getting paid mm-hmm. so the frustration um what would you or what do you do uh i guess to unwind either at the end of the day at the end of the week <laughs> or 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 well i uh, i mean i've been um collecting more wine corks i know that you know you tend to remind me when you open the cabinet like look you're filling up the container like oh yeah so 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 you drink like a glass of wine a day to kind of 
help with the with with the extra pressure uh, not a day just i think at first it was more of a oh my god i i need i need something to distress my my mind you know but after a while especially after a year um it's been more of figuring out a certain routine to it and getting used to it and now i have it down but i think right now once they start reopening everything and once they are they have to go back to school i think that's going to bring on a little more stress because you don't know well it's it's, it's anxiety i mean i know that for myself at work i remember right off the bat it, it took me i'm not lying maybe like 6 months to for that anxiety of when i was catching covid um i think for the kids i mean kids sometimes they 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 at least the young kids they seem to adapt and move on so quickly so so i i think although they're gonna go into school within this pandemic i know some kids already started but i think there's they adapt so much quicker than us adults because us adults we we have not just our kids and the COVID at work, but we have everything in the back of our minds. So mm-hmm. we, we have different types of stress. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I guess with this whole pandemic, uh, and, and our kids being here at home, I, I feel that we forget about their main, their mental state. You know, mm-hmm. we probably forget that, um, although some kids like playing video games, they, they might, just have enough of it or their mm-hmm. tablets or or anything like that they need that one-on-one interaction yeah. with the kids with that's why i guess we're we're pretty lucky when we bring our kids around like your side of the family and there's a lot of cousins and and mm-hmm. nephews on oh, our side yeah. they uh, look forward to that sunday or saturday where they 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 see each other you know because um well because they were stripped from that for mm-hmm. uh, for a whole year and i know at now. the beginning we we lasted months that we couldn't do that um i know I'm, we're used to where we see our families every weekend you know we usually trade off you know either we see your family you know saturday my family sunday or we switch on and off so when the pandemic hit we literally everybody was like you know what um our priority are the kids and and our parents, the you know. They were parents, right? So we we stopped that, and I think the kids really, really were the ones to feel it because they were not in school. Then they were not able to see their cousins, their family. So I think they're the ones that at least we would go out. You would go to work. I would go to the market or or go do you know the errands, but they we would leave them. We, we wouldn't take them out because we weren't sure what was really going on. But um, I think now after a whole year of going through it, uh, hopefully, you know, things do seem that they're, they're getting better. And uh, the kids, I know kids, they're very, very smart, you know, um, and they, they get things. They, they, they see things and they get it, even if they're little, they're very young and they get it. I know our youngest at first, she'd be like, nope, I'm taking my mask. Why? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to take it off. And I go, alrighty, you put it on, <laughs> you know, anywhere she would go walk out the house, she would put it on, you know, so she, they, 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 would, they get it. They grasp things. So, you know, eventually, hopefully, you know, everything will get back to normal and they'll, We'll be back to how we were in, what was it, 2019. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think we'll ever get back to normal due to the the, the impact of the whole uh, COVID. But I, I think uh, anything that's, you know, close enough to, to normalcy, I think we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I doubt that we'll ever get back to 100% normal. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, We'll take it. We'll take anything that's close enough to to normal where, you know, 
our our mental state is is more at ease and we're not either scared or afraid of the unknown um yeah i i know with our youngest that she didn't want to go to school at all to start off like like normal you know uh kindergartners now that she's been doing the whole distant learning the virtual learning um like many others that's what they've they've learned and gotten used to so for them i think it's gonna be a lot harder to start attending school because they've had the comfort of being you know at home while being school at school so i think that's going to be a big change for them that we need to look out for and just try and make them feel like you know what everything's gonna be okay this is just a little adjustment now instead of being at home you're gonna be at school now you can talk to your friends actually look at your friends physically you know and see them see your teacher now you you know you can interact with them more where you can actually see them physically so i think we just gotta make them see the good side of it you know so our little ones will be like excited to go to school i know mine i have to really work on so she can you know i know it's gonna be uh interesting those first weeks yeah but of course just like anything else uh you know anything new that comes to our laps it, it's it's a it's an adjustment period where you have to adjust uh it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're five years old or 50 years old and getting a new job yeah. you're adjusting to to a new environment to a new uh system so it, even it, for myself because even when our oldest was in school i always had one at home so now when they start school it'll be both of them which means I'm not going to have them. So (laughs) that's going to be a whole adjustment for myself to adjust to that. And on top of that, have the worry of, okay, hopefully, you know, everything's going to be good with them. So it's just a lot, you know, that um, we have to just look at the brighter side of things and focus on that instead of focusing on the negative. Yeah, I know. I know for a fact that even even though I'm at work, um, when I, when I come home and I see my kids, I I try to, I guess to to be the the goofiness person in in our in our marriage, our family here yeah. because. Um, I'm the mean one. <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't say you're the mean no, one, I'm but the, I, I'm the strict one, <laughs> or. I don't know. They, I don't know. I, maybe because you're with them 24-7, so they probably see you as the person that scolds them a lot more than I do. But <laughs> I, I try to bring some of that, uh, some lightness into our day-to-day because I, I, don't, I don't even can start imagining the things that you have to go through day-to-day. And not only for you, but them also when you know you're stuck in here you know 24 7 yeah and usually you know when he gets home i i try to have them already um done with homework done with everything so when he gets home he gets to just enjoy them since he's gone for most of the day i i rather him get home and have you know the enjoyment of having fun with them doing the the fun stuff you know because i get them all the time so it's you know you're stressed from work you don't need more stress added on you like go go have fun with daddy uh let let me breathe (laughs) yeah i i know for 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 us uh that's that's what worked for us Mm -hmm. i know for others um sometimes people just need a walk and and uh either the parent that's at home uh they they go and take a a walk or a run or mm-hmm. or some physical activity that's kind of what's cleared up their mindset although the gyms aren't open some people have figured out how to dive into um 
physical fitness and and going all out mm-hmm. but you know you're always going to be looking for for the 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 best thing that works for everybody yeah so with with that being said i think we're all done with covid and we're trying to get back to normal so <laughs> we'll go ahead and move on and we'll we'll be uh, talking about the kid in relationships and those toxic ones yeah, I re- uh, toxic relationships are always a a, uh, a great topic just because everyone's been in at least one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, sometimes we don't even re- realize it until after. We're like, oh, my God, that was so toxic. Why was I even there? <laughs> well, first you have to, I guess, understand what a toxic relationship is versus uh a good relationship because that's probably what happens uh we don't know even some of those traits we Mm -hmm. happen to get stuck there or keep making those mistakes and repeating back and forth yeah uh getting into the wrong relationships yeah um i think and you know in a uh, well my my view on it in a good relationship usually that person will bring out the good in in you you know the they don't bring out the negative side or the sad or you know all the negative you know traits of you they bring out the good stuff and and they make you want to be better or you know they push you to want to be better i think that's you know in a good relationship you you have that a lot of times in the toxic relationship it, it's it's the reverse the the you know well what, what would you say <clears throat> that are some of those uh traits to that toxic relationship that either you've been through in the past or 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 that you've seen uh from the outside in into other relationships in the past you know there's a lot of times in in, in relationships where you're with someone and you may be with them for years, you know, and within those years, you, you're really like, yeah, we broke up, you know, the, these many times within those years. And it's like, well, why are you going back and forth, you know? And I don't know if at times um, we're young or it's just that, our fear of going of just letting go well it could be attachment i mean you could be attached to a person and not so much in love with them and and that's why i guess you go back wouldn't you say mm-hmm. yeah i i think a lot of times when especially in relationships that are are so lengthy um it it becomes more como decimos ya se hace costumbre no no es de que quieras estar con ellos that you want to be with them so much you know it's not you it turns more like yes i have love for the person but i'm not in love with the person you know it it, it, it's a difference and it, it takes a lot for us to realize that sometimes well i I think uh also some of the things that are toxic or you know part of the that bad relationship is you know you taking control of the person where you don't let them go out with their friends or or who are you on the phone with or what time are you getting home or where are you like i think those are very heavy uh negative traits unless you're doing it for their 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 safety where you're concerned but if you're doing it just to control the person or try to have power over them, then that's definitely one big toxic. Um, yeah, because that's when trait. you're you lose your own identity. You can't be yourself or be you because well, it can someone dangerous on top of that. Someone else is controlling you, so you're you're not able to be yourself, and 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 it can be something that's anything that you're doing even be around your own family and they can want to control that and be like nope you know and and that's very toxic or the you know the constant just 
arguing all the time about any little thing, if you're constantly just arguing all the time, it's like, why? Why are you, you know, if it's 24-7, can't really have a, a good communication with this person and we're always arguing, then what's really going on? You know, is this really, really for me? You know, I'm... I think all of us need to have that opportunity to really have a good relationship. And life is very short. So I think we need to be able to enjoy it and and have that partner that we enjoy it with. So I don't I think that's when it becomes a little toxic when we're always having that there's more negative than positive in in a relationship don't get me wrong um in any relationship if you don't have fights or arguments you know there's something (laughs) well one of the things that i always feel that 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 hinders a a relationship is when you're let's say you know we're talking about fights and and you start bringing back their past right Mm-hmm. Um, how can someone be better when you keep holding them back to something they've done in the past? If you both came to an agreement to one came into a fault and pushed forward, then you guys made that decision to push forward. But when every single time, yeah. you know, someone didn't I, put the seat down or <laughs> left the seat up or et cetera, et cetera, and you're bringing these fights and, and you're using you don't know, I guess, errors from the past of the other person's relationship. Um, I, I feel that that's pretty toxic itself because then you're never going to have the growth um, to, to that relationship that you want. Yeah, I know that um, we've both been through, you know, various relationships. Um, and one thing is that you don't want to bring those negatives into a new relationship you know and sometimes it's hard because it it just happens out of hab you know like a habit it's just a reaction you know like there's precaution Mm -hmm. you become more aware like oh no you know what if they do this you know and it's because of what's happened in your previous relationships and i think at times that hurts our our current relationships that we have it, we don't really give it a, a a full opportunity to to evolve before we start like being <laughs> on the defense. Right, you get out of one toxic relationship, and then you become the toxic because of what happened in your previous relationship. Uh, yeah, I think we've all been there. But what I think also is 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 one of the bad. Uh, traits to always look for especially in this new time and era is um i guess the lack of trust with the social media because the social media in nowadays relationship has hurt so many others and there's some there's times where no one's trying to do anything to hinder the relationship it just happens mm-hmm. to maybe one person send you a message and you have nothing to really relate to that person but now here comes this big old fight or they're always checked there that you lose that trust on something that you probably didn't do because it could be that you post a picture and you get these many likes and you're doing it for oh yeah i'm getting the likes you know you get that excitement and it could be more of like well why are they liking your picture why are they messaging you you know and that's when it becomes you know more negative you know, instead of, oh, yeah, you know, my partner or whoever it is. Yeah, they're getting props, you know, for their picture. Yeah, I'm I'm with them. You know, so that's when it changes to negative and, and, and it starts getting on the toxic side. Well, I know that the toxic and uh, sometimes overbalances some of the good because it's hard to find a good relationship. So you're always looking for your, or we highlight more of the negatives than we do our goods. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, a good relationship is someone that's always caring for you. Someone that is willing to give up some, some type of 
something up for you um even if it's time even if there's you have to give up some of your personal time to be with that person it shows commitment so sometimes when if if let's say we had an event right or you had an event and i had an event and i asked you to come to my event and you said no then how do i know you're committed to me when you rather go do your own thing um and then there's times where uh you have to i guess balance if if it if it happens just one time then you just kind of got to let it go but there's other times where if it's consistent where you're rather choosing your friends over me then you're not committed to me mm -hmm. that's when you really have to think about the actual relationship and how it's going to go for the future you know uh, as you of yourself if you rather be with your friends than be with your partner then that should tell you something like because the person that you you're you're choosing to be with for the you know rest for, of your life or, or to commit to um for the length of time at least <laughs> because you don't know exactly yeah, when a relationship's going to last um you should be able to be with them other than me with your friends don't get me wrong that you're going to stop being with your friends no but you should not choose your friends um over your partner over your partner at some point you know if everything's good with your partner then they If and if that's who you want to settle down with, who you want to be with, or start a family with, then that's gonna become your priority in life, you know. Um, other than you know what, yeah, all right, but no, I'm gonna go over here first, you know. It, it, it pr your priorities change once you you find the right one, and I think a lot of people, um you're with someone and then it, it gets more that you're just used to being with them but at the same time you you do your own thing and there's times where you both go your separate side separate sides and then just come back together and um when when you whenever you want to you know but everyone goes their own separate ways and i think with us um we learned that it was a little different. I know with our, well, myself, with previous relationships, we would go our separate sites. We wouldn't really, you know, be 24-7 or everywhere we would go, we would go with whoever we were with, you know. But when when we met, um, it changed a little. It, it, it was more like, well, I want to be around you. You know, I like being because I was cool. With that <laughs> I like being around you. You know, I can be myself around you. I can say whatever I want around you, and I don't really care. You know, I I can just be me, and and it's cool. You you like that for some reason, All right, Well, whatever. You know, but you know, so it turned more like, well, uh, uh yeah, I'd rather be with you and. You know, and we do things together as a team. And I think that's when it becomes. And you realize, oh, you know what? This is a good relationship. Well, you um, to to come to the ending of this particular topic, which is an ongoing topic, because you're always going to find negatives and positive and in any person because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a relationship doesn't necessarily have to mean romantically. It could be, you know, your best friend or, you know, your your favorite coworker. You know, uh, that doesn't mean they can be toxic. So that I think toxic relationships are out there in mm -hmm. multiple ways. Um, but we have to be good with ourselves in order to be to bring good into any yes. relationship. Uh, we we take on yeah i think once it starts affecting us as an individual and making us be more on negative it's when we we should realize that you know what this relationship it's it's not fully good for me 
whether it be your partner, your girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, co-worker, friend, whatever it may be, you know, family member, and it becomes too much more of if the negative is taking over, that's when you're, you're like, you know what, let me make my distance because I can't live on the negative side. Yeah. I know, I know that, uh, so as we were highlighting the negatives, I, I want to make sure we leave this on, on a good note <laughs> and always, uh, love yourself before loving someone else and, and mm-hmm. treat, treat others the way you want to be treated. And the moment that they are no longer treating you as a whole and they're disrespecting you, then you know, take a step back and and look at yourself first before looking at others. So always love yourself. I know that that's kind of where I want to end this particular section. I don't know if you have anything else as part of the good um, versus the negative. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I think we always have to double check ourselves, make sure that as as a person that we're doing good and that we're feeling good because that's always a priority because i mean you're the one pr- priority that you got to take care of you know S- because if you're good then everyone around you will be good um so we just have to try to you know always look around and who is is bringing our negativity around us yeah because it could be from the outside and we'll definitely be touching uh further down the line on other episodes on how toxic your relationship can get from third parties so we'll definitely be touching on that a little later on so yes keep an eye out for that we got to the good subject (laughs) what's on our agenda so today today we're gonna be talking about what is the good age that we you know to lose your v-card or when to know the right time to lose your virginity Ooh, yeah i i know for a lot of us it, it it might have happened uh unexpectedly or or we i know we look back and we might have things or might want to have changed it (laughs) well yeah because you could have you could have done things a little different a little too young Mm -hmm. um yeah i know for or for us that are older but there's still a lot of people that haven't you know cashed in their v card Mm -hmm. so i know that that the statistics here in uh, in, in the, the U.S. in the U.S. Yes, they um, they state that the average um, will lose it between sixteen and eighteen. Whoa! Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Young. Um, and they do state that usually it's the male species that lose it before. That they, they usually they usually. We'll lose it younger. <laughs> at, at a younger age. Well, yeah, I mean, all those hormones, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be a possibility. Um, I I know that you know this is th- this particular section of our podcast uh, has a lot of people, I guess, eerie. Like, do do they want to listen? Do they want to learn? Or 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 their topics that they want to shy away from. But mm-hmm. this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring some light. A little awareness and some light and some knowledge of what we know or what we've come across, right. you know, that that we can talk about or, you know. Or or don't don't feel shy to if you have a question or, or if you want to have a specific comment, then, you know, this is your podcast too. So just let us know 
And if you want to stay anonymous, we're more than welcome to leave you that that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but your V card, I know that it's it's a uh, it's a whole adventure because you don't even if if you're um, older, you still don't know what you're doing because <laughs> it's your first time. Yeah. Right. Just like anything that you do the first time, unless you were born with a God-given talent, then, <laughs> you know, don't feel that, oh, I must know everything. Yeah, it, I, it, it comes to, like, when you're parenting and the, you're reading all these books, it's nothing compared to the real thing. So, it, it's like with, your, you know, losing your virginity. You know, you hit a certain point in school and they they explain everything to you and they tell you you know what this is this they explain to you the whole you know certain things that you need to do you know the whole intercourse whatever but it's never like the the real thing you know or even when you see certain movies or, or things that you may read on they tell, oh, your first time, it's so beautiful and amazing, you know. And it might it might not be like that for everyone, you know. They don't go in, in the actual details of what it, it is, your first time, especially for a female. You know, um, there's things that happen to us the first time that um, it's not so pleasant. <laughs> so... Um, that that well i i think um maybe at that age Mm -hmm. um because the inexperience of one or the other Mm -hmm. is what leads uh to that so i think sometimes although the the average is 17 uh between 16 and 18 so i would say averagely it's 17 um but i honestly think that if you're going to let's say involve yourself in an intercourse because virginity itself um it doesn't necessarily mean just intercourse it could be uh it could be oral it could be uh just anything that you personally feel that you've lost um as far as because you you're pretty much losing a part of yourself within the like you're you're coming together with someone else you know so but I think honestly now I look back and I think um, as an individual, you really need to know your body before committing to that, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely can second that because I I feel that if you know yourself or you know your body, then you can at least guide the other person as far as I like this, I don't like this. Or I'm not sure of this. And then you can use that as communication. I know that sometimes when you're that young, that's the last thing in the back of your mind to, (laughs) you know, to check in, to communicate. So if you're going to do something that young, I think communication of your own self first before you can communicate to someone else what what's good, what's bad what you like, what hurts, what doesn't hurt, because there's times where um, maybe, maybe you know, um, someone grabs, you know, your ear different than someone else or you, than yourself, and it hurts when they pull it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, they could be too rough on your body or too soft, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally feel that if you're going to... Uh, cash in your your v card (laughs) and lose your virginity here yeah and and the person that you know your your person that you choose to be with you know there's times it has to be someone that you're comfortable with and you're fully aware you know i know at times it it may be spontaneously you know and it happens but I think that if it's someone that you're fully comfortable with and you're fully aware of what's going to happen or it's happening, I think that's when it's it's becomes a better situation. It, it 
Um, and you won't look back at it and be like, oh, no, I shouldn't have, you know. Um, and again, you have to be aware of your own body and your your likes and dislikes. Because sometimes it, um, we, we don't go full out. The for, you know to lose our virginity we, we it starts out with a little hand here a little there a little you know and it works up to that so i mean it's uh just knowing your your own body and feeling comfortable with the person that you're you're with yeah sometimes you have to take your time uh you can't just jump jump in the deep end and, and hope to learn how to swim you know uh, mm -hmm. so if you, you know, even, um, some individuals that they love watching porn, right. And they, and they feel that that's how, that's all we do. That's how we learn, um, the, the, you know, the act, um, <laughs> I, I honestly feel that we need to change that perspective. Mm -hmm. We need to change that mentality, um, and and I'm not saying I'm not damning pornography because that is something that it could be I guess good if you know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I honestly feel that of course it, it's it's a uh, it's made for one particular species, and and I think that affects our our young selves mm -hmm. when it comes to intercourse and sometimes when when we cash in our our virginities we it, it damns us because we don't know what we're doing yeah and I we think feel that we do but doesn't necessarily mean that we do know what we're doing mm -hmm. so i think sometimes maybe waiting uh a little bit when you're you have to be mentally clear um and physically ready to go in into the deep end before yeah, you just want to cash it in especially because there's always those you know things that can happen after your first time you know you don't want uh you know uh yeah uh, well you definitely uh, you want to use you want to use protection, protection. you don't uh, want uh, a juno to happen you know to, <laughs> <laughs> you know where you're like yeah let's do this <laughs> you know so you you have to be careful and aware of different and really know the person that you're you're you know turning yourself into to you know right whoever you choose to to cash in your your virginity with then you want to just make sure that they're not trying to just get that and then walk away from you because then you're going to have that stigma of the next person you know mm -hmm. i i'm not saying that it's always going to work out with the person you cash in your virginity with but i do feel that you have to think about who you're gonna do it with mm. who you're gonna cash in your virginity with because it doesn't always work with that person and like you said if it, it could happen where you know one time it, it, it only takes one second to get uh to get yourself in into some bigger, you know, <laughs> issues there. Yeah. Um. So so there's times where if you're gonna do it, at least use protection, yeah. you know. Um. And and you have nothing but time. I mean, if if you don't have the time, then you probably don't want to do it. You mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing it because you. That's not something that needs to be rushed. Yeah, and don't feel pressured into it. I think that's a a, a big thing that um when we're young. We see, oh, everybody's doing it, or everybody already did it, and you're in a relationship, and just because you haven't done it, you might feel like, oh, we need to do it. It's like, no. No, every, no, refer, every, to our, refer to our last episode. Every and, and it's one, consent. Everyone has their own time. Doesn't matter if what age you're, you, you're at. You know, when it's meant to happen and when you're you're mentally and physically and everything ready, then you, you know, you you go for it. But if you're not, then don't fall into it because of pressure, because then that's when it becomes 
a bad, a really bad experience because you did it not because you wanted, fully wanted to, but more because of the pressure that you had because of whoever you were with or everyone around you. And, and then it becomes where your first time is more of a, uh, I don't want to remember. It was a bad experience, you know, instead of being something more on the positive side. Well, the only thing that I can say is that there is no shame, right, in waiting for the perfect time for you mm-hmm. because it's it's for you because it's your pleasure that you're going to do it, not to please the other person. So, like I said, if you don't remember, please refer to our last episode when we talk about consent and mm-hmm. and it's your choice. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Don't let someone else make those choices for you and say, uh, well, you know, you're, you're 18. Now you have to do it. No, uh, you, there's Mm -hmm. no, there's no perfect age to lose your virginity. So if you're going to lose it before you're 18, just remember that you're consenting to it. And that's something that you want. But I would, you know, as someone that's already been through there, I would just say, just wait and learn your body before you give it to someone else. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it, having a sexual experience with anyone, it, it's something very enjoyable. So you want to wait and be able to have that. Um, so don't do it before you're ready don't if you have any doubt in your mind that uh not for sure then it's it's a warning sign to you that no shouldn't do it you know well remember that if if you don't do it that day that doesn't mean that your life is over Mm -hmm. there's another following day that you can always retry when you're mentally and physically ready like you were saying um so just because your 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 first attempt didn't work out because you weren't mentally ready, don't worry about it because that's not the end of your life. You know the sun will come out or the moon will shine the next <laughs> day, and you have another you yeah. have another go for it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is not something that you want to rush through. This is something no. that you want to to enjoy and please yourself, and it's not for someone else. Um, it's a scary thing. There is a lot of a lot of information out there. If 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 you're not sure where to get it, you can always reach out to us on yeah, our, on um, our message platforms. Us, DM us, you know, messages, and everything is always confidential. So you guys have nothing to worry about us putting it out. Um, and we're more than gladly to give out info or where you guys can go to get certain information um but yeah um all we want is for everyone to you know be safe and for you to mentally and physically feel that you're ready to do you know the whole to do it <laughs> the whole shebang right um and 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 once again um this particular segment here is to bring awareness to these topics that everyone shies away from. Mm-hmm. You know, no one here, nor you or I, are experts to to any of this. But we are, we do, we are aware that all these topics that are going to be brought up are topics that everyone shies away from. Yeah, we and... all know about it, but we are afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. As adults and it being part of life, and this is a true life podcast, we yeah. want to make sure that we we talk about these things. Yeah, that we're open to them. I know a lot of these subjects that we have talked about or that we're going to continue to talk about, we've gone through at some point, and we'll give our perspective on it, and there's times where we'll give our stories on it when we've gone through certain situations. Um, 
So hopefully, you know, you guys. Well, hopefully we help someone out there. And and please, please, if there's anything that you want to be touched on, just send us a message uh, privately. And, and we'll definitely, you know, put it in our, in our agenda there. And, you know, because we're here to help. So if there's anything that you want us to touch on, we're more than glad to, to help you with that. Yes. So please send us a message to our Instagram, Facebook, um, through Messenger. We have a Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. We also have a YouTube where if you don't have any of the um, podcast apps. apps, you can find us on YouTube under True Life Podcast. And we'll be there, too. And you can send us a, a review on Apple Podcasts to help the podcast get known better. And mm-hmm. like I said, if maybe you feel that you've already passed through these things, but you can help someone else, share it. You know, it doesn't hurt to share our content mm-hmm. with someone that might need this same particular help. Yes, I know right now we're we're touching bases on the basic or the new stuff, but I know later on the line we will be touching bases on other uh, topics that um, a lot of people shy away from and that fail to communicate or don't want to uh, or, or shy to, to ask questions about it, you know. So... Um, but, I, but we hope you enjoy this episode. And remember, if you're someone out there that is trying to cash in their V-card, make sure you love yourself and are 100% giving consent in order to do that. Yes. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. See you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to True Life Podcast. You can find us on all social media platforms at True Life Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, hit like, and share to keep up to date with all future content. And just a reminder, stay safe, cover up, top and bottom. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.